They keep you up at night. They haunt you in your dreams. They will always find you. And there is no escape. Welcome to the new mini-series, where each day we will hear the scariest, most horrifying tales from both distributors and suppliers throughout the month of October. This is Promo Horrors, the haunting tales of your nightmare orders, hosted by Taylor Borst and Stephen McFadden. Welcome to this edition of Promo Horrors. Today we have an awesome guest with us, and it's a special edition because we actually have guests in the room with some of us, and Ooh. there's only two of us, So, and it's not me, so Taylor has a guest with her, is pretty much what I'm saying. So without further ado, I do want to introduce our the co-host of this podcast, Taylor Borch with American Solution for Business. Taylor, how are you doing today? Hello, I am doing great. Super excited for the guest today. If it doesn't go well, I might be fired, but... Uh... <laughs> or punched. They're so close to you. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> but before but, uh, we get... Yeah, yeah, kick it off with our sponsor, Stephen. Absolutely. Yeah, before we get to that guest, um, I want to say, say a special shout out to Hit Promotional Products. They have said that they can do all sorts of last-minute rush orders, so even though we are into the month of October... If you have customers looking for Halloween-related items, they've got you covered. If they, you are looking for breast cancer awareness items, they have tons of pink options. They also have a couple catalogs that they've put together of those Halloween items and breast cancer awareness products that you can use as a helpful resource to find those products for your customers. So test them out. They said to do it. So go order those products for Halloween and breast cancer awareness in the month of October. All right, Taylor, who do we have? Who do we have today with us? Today, we are very excited to welcome industry veteran, um, early adapter when it comes to social media, um, and most importantly, my boss, Dana Zezzo. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Dana. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> we are... Um, Super excited to hear about your story today, and we were joking before the podcast that I actually had to remind you that you told me this story a long time ago. And it's that, one go, of, that ties back to the <laughs> intro with veteran you used, that, but that's okay. Let's roll with oh, it. Oh, dang it. <laughs> we'll have a key uh, that says what these words mean, really. <laughs> like the, uh, but this is one of my favorite stories, actually, because it just goes to show how you can really kind of roll with the punches and, and turn things around. But for a while, it really was... A, a little bit of a horror story for a little bit, and this is actually from your past life when you were entertaining customers, but uh, take it away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's funny when you ask me to do this, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I mean, I don't know what order. I've, I've had all kinds of horror stories when it comes to orders, <laughs> but I think I've, I've mentally blocked them out, but this is a funny story that has a little different twist to um, that it wasn't order specific and it's just I think the audience will have some fun with it and it really plays to the lifestyle and, and what we everybody in this industry goes through when it comes to the bigger picture you know everyone thinks that travel is so glorious and then you know you stare out windows and you see air conditioners you go and you <laughs> get terrible food and you have time you don't even get food and mm-hmm. you know it's not as great as people think but so it, the, the, this goes to uh, it's we're in Vegas um, and you prep, you prep so much for Vegas. You're getting ready. You're, you're making sure your reps. Uh, you know, I was always in sales management for most of the time when, when this story happened. So the first priority is making sure my reps all have 
uh, are with good clients and they're going to be budget conscious and because um, I don't really know the actual limits on their credit cards. But you have so much responsibility, the boots getting set up and all this. So, so you were a supplier in this story? Yes, I was a supplier oh, okay. during this okay. story. So again, the, the previous awesome. life will re- refer to it as. Um, Got it. Okay. So I am, uh, I'm in Vegas. You've, you've prepped mentally. You're, you get to Vegas and you're already drained because you've worked mm. on the staffing for it. You've traveled. You've booked everyone's travel. You've budgeted it. You've merchandise that you have new product or something's going on so you get to vegas and you come up on that time when it's finally your time to entertain so Mm -hmm. it's like okay now bring it down like let's calm down with Mm -hmm. this like all right everything it is what it is at this point now let's just entertain some clients and sit back and kind of enjoy the night and do the evening so we're at a, a, a nice italian restaurant and i have a group of i have a fairly large table and um so always always concerned about being um, conscious of money spent for my cost, my company. So I'm already counting heads and doing the thing, like <laughs> trying to figure out what they're going to order on the menu and oh stuff like gosh. that. The stuff that you guys One don't know actually goes oh. on. <laughs> the stuff that you don't know. When, you know, when we're sitting there smiling and, and you wonder why we're drinking, and we're, it's not, we're not actually alcoholics. We're, we're tallying up the bill before everyone's even ordered. <laughs> so we're at this nice Italian restaurant and I'm entertaining some clients, and they, of course, they are from the West Coast. So, an Italian restaurant, Italian restaurant means wine, um, and then you mm-hmm. already have clients that are from the West Coast. And in the in the kind of like the introduction of the table, that 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 uh, that meet and greet that happens before everyone really sits down, there's already wine talk. Mm-hmm. So, immediate, you're like, oh boy, because. Wine where I come from in Ashtabula, Ohio, you know, I think you get like a great bottle of wine for like nine bucks a bottle. <laughs> we have two bucks chuck here. <laughs> and, and, but in Vegas and entertaining <laughs> California clients, um, nine dollars probably is not going to cut it, right? Mm-hmm. So that we get, I have, we have been assigned, the table's large enough where we're assigned the wine person. Like I'm so country, I don't even know the name of that person. Yeah, I have that person, right? (laughs) So we have assigned us this wine person. I'm going to go with wine person. It's funny. (laughs) The wine guy. (laughs) I'm so uncultured. So uh, we've got the wine guy at the table. So we got the food thing going, the wine guy. So the wine guy knows that I'm in charge of the table. I'm responsible for the table. Mm -hmm. Do you have this side conversation with the, what's the name? The sommelier. Yeah, that. Okay. When I look at you, just say that word. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I got. I got to spend a few minutes with this guy and size it up. He's a young guy, good-looking kid, amazing personality, and he. Um, I just click with him right away. So I'm thinking, oh, this, this is this is gonna be great. Like mm-hmm. I trust him, you know, immediate trust. So I tell him my scenario because he's over there, like basically qualifying your budget for the evening yeah. <laughs> with the wine. So I'm like we're going back and forth and I'm making some funny jokes about being a country boy and, and he, he enjoyed it. So he knew that we couldn't have a crazy unlimited wine night. So we, we come to the determination that if we, he, and he knows wine. I mean, what was coming out of this guy's mouth was amazing. If I heard it at the lottery, I'm going to go back and find this kid. Like, this guy's going to be my wine guide for the rest of my life. So he's talking about he, that he's determined that if we do magnums, 
that it'll be more budget friendly for the table and we can probably get a better quality wine and given where our guests because he's already obviously had conversation mm -hmm. with the guests he's kind of sized them up he's asked them other wines they've drank I didn't even realize he was doing this like it was what he did was there should be a book on it because there was definitely a systematic approach to what he did but I didn't even realize he was doing it and then he gets back to me so we've decided we're going to go with these magnums we're going to get better quality and we've determined these magnums are you know I, I don't even actually know the the, the prices but they're going to be like more cost effective, yeah, more cost effective mm -hmm. and you know they're still kind of expensive but they're more cost effective mm -hmm. and um I'm like, you know, just thank you for being conscious, you know, of my evening and the big table and all that. So we're good. I'm thinking we are home free, man. We got a great <laughs> night, Vegas. We are. The food is starting to roll. The pasta's coming out, you know, the appetizers. And everybody like, starts compliment, commenting on the wine. And considering they're all from, you know, very seasoned Napa and Sonoma Valley type people, it's it worked. I'm like, this is Nailed awesome. It. Nailed it. Until. <laughs> so uh -oh. we're drinking the wine, and, and, and everyone's starting, you know, to enjoy the evening. And then um, we're on, like, maybe our third magnum. Mm -hmm. And um, he the, uh, the he comes over. He, what's his name again? The, the yeah. sommelier. Yeah, yep, yep. He comes over. The wine guy. He comes over, and, he's, and he says, uh, you know, he gives me – there's no verbal because of the consciousness of the guest. It's a, it's an art what they do, and it's an eye contact. He gives me the like, do you, are we doing another one? I give him the yeah, and um, he goes and he uh, he comes back and um, he is gone, and I see a t this rolling table with a guy dressed up in a pretty nice outfit, and he is having this ceremony with this third magnum. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. We didn't have a ceremony for the first two, mm -hmm. and then and he's then all of a sudden I see our waiter or, or what's his name? Sommelier. Yeah, yep. he comes back <laughs> over, and I and I'm watching because you know when you entertain, you have to be very conscious of your your peripheral vision Surroundings, has to be dialed uh -huh. in. Yeah. Like you just you know there's things that can go wrong, and you're mm -hmm. making sure you're. I'm very conscious of my guests. So I see this very intense conversation between the wine guy and this very dressed up guy with this rolling table that he's having a ceremony over this bottle of wine that to me is just our third magnum. And I'm like, and I, my wife was with us at the dinner. And I remember looking over her, making her to the guest didn't see it. And I said, that's interesting. And she goes, that doesn't look good. I'm like, doesn't look good is not the scenario for an entertaining at dinner time. So, and then he, they, he leaves. Now, the wine ceremony guy never leaves the bottle. But our, the wine guy leaves, and now I see people in suits, which makes me think that they're, higher, they're more important, mm -hmm. they're high important people of the restaurant. They start having a conversation. And I'm thinking, what is going on? So, next thing I know, uh, the, they all break up, and the guy comes over to me, the wine guy, and he pulls me aside, and he says, Mr. Zezo, can I speak to you for a second? My heart, oh, like geez. right now, my heart is in my <laughs> gut, right? I'm thinking, what I think he's could, starting to sweat, too. I'm definitely starting to sweat. I'm like, what is going on, you know? And so I, I kind of leaned back. I had a position at the table. I could kind of turn my body, and it was a loud restaurant and stuff, so we were okay. And he goes, Mr. Zezo, we have a very awkward situation. And I said, okay. 
what is the situation? Yeah, let's go, yeah, let's Please <laughs> tell me as I'm entertaining, you know, eight to ten very, very high-end clients. He says, well, you mentioned to me you wanted that third bottle. And so I told him that they pull the third bottle. <clears throat> but um, I pulled the wrong bottle. And I said, okay, so <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah. you know, me, ultimate, like money is the first, you know, money is the first thought. <laughs> I'm like, so the bottle you pulled is about the same as the other bottle, right? I go, as long as, the, will the guest notice or what do you, what do you want to do? He goes, well, that's where it gets awkward. He said, we have opened a bottle of wine that has a street value of about $4,000. <laughs> And I said, yeah, that's pretty awkward. And he goes, look. Uh, for you. And he, and he and, yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't pay for a $4,000 bottle of wine. I'll get, fi- I'll get fired. Now, he kind of knows the situation. So he's like, well, I'm not sure how the rest of the night's going to go. So how about we make the best of it? I said, well, what does that mean? He goes, well. I really like you and your guests have been great and you follow you know you followed my lead which is great he goes you'd be surprised how many people think they know more about wine than you and he goes first of all you're gonna get it for the same price and but I want to make this special because I don't think you realize what you're about to drink (laughs) and I said okay let me let's go back to okay just hold on to the special for a minute let's go back the same price, right? Same price. <laughs> he goes, yes. And he, and, and, he, and he made he made a joke. He's like, maybe, he goes, I might lose my job. And I think I joked earlier. I'm like, hey, if you charge me $4,000 for a bottle of wine, I'm going to lose my job. So he spun it around and he goes, and he said, I think I'm going to lose my job. So at this point, let's just roll with it. And I said. What's there to lose at this point? Right? Yeah, let's what's there start. to lose, right? <laughs> and now the guests are starting to kind of pick up that right. something's weird. And so. This guy, and, and if, if the moral of this story is always be selling, no matter what the situation, this guy nailed it, right? So this guy proceeds to say, hey, can I just take over? And I said, yeah. And this guy proceeds to, one, put me at ease in a very, because it could have got really weird. Um, and then take control of the situation, which I give him credit for because he was young. And he put on a show. He literally put a, literally put on a, a, a theatrical masterpiece. What he did is he started like waving waiters over. He wanted the glasses cleared. Everyone's like, "I'm not done." He goes, "You're done because you're about to drink a new glass and you're not going <laughs> to confuse them." Like he was very like he made it really special, and then he made uh, an announcement. He like stopped. He goes, "Look, everyone, get everyone's attention." Everyone in the restaurant, stop. A- well, yeah, not quite. Yeah, not quite. I know my table was listening, but probably you're right. The table's around. Like, what's going on over there? What is happening? So he proceeds to get everyone at the tensions table, and he goes, "You know, this is a very special evening, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Zezo, you know, wants to make sure it's memorable." He put it all on me, like that I like was you did the that. reason awesome. for this. That's he never awesome. told. No one ever knew he messed up, and he's like. I want you to understand what you're about to experience. And he went on with this story about this wine and what it meant and obviously where it's from, how rare it was. Um, and and I was just like in awe. 
And I remember my one point, my wife sleep. My wife leans over, whispers in my ear, like, "Wow, did he save your ass?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I just watched it, and it was so cool. And everyone was like, so in awe that they got to drink it um, and talk about it. I, I gotta, I'll have to go back and see. I know I have a picture of the bottle. Yeah, like so which one? I'll go back was. and find this thing. This oh, picture. Oh, you should post it in the comments. Yeah, if below. I can. But I mean, you so know, was it any good? Was What's it, that? Did it taste good? I don't know. It was like, unbelievable. Okay. It really was. I probably will never in my lifetime drink a bottle of wine that night. It was probably sweeter because you uh, were so relieved. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, my heart was actually back in location where hearts are supposed to go and not in the bottom of my gut. But it was like, you know, under the wrong circumstances. And, you know, as I get older, I start to appreciate different things in life. And I'm starting to get to the point where I appreciate um what that person did i mean what the, it made me feel you know special in front of my guests he um he just handled it well mm-hmm. you know and so it was it could have been an absolute horror story or to you know potentially watch this kid get escorted out of the restaurant uh, you know while my table was still being served which i don't know if that would ever happen but i guess it could have if he, if he if he fessed up to that kind of mistake but you know it was it could have been an absolute horror story now it wouldn't have been a horror story because ultimately in the circumstance of entertaining i would have paid for it but it, i could have like i could have been in a weird meeting with right. my executives at the mm-hmm. time of why did you buy a four dollar thousand dollar bottle of wine so it was just an amazing it's a crazy story that could have went had so many bad turns <laughs> right. and this young man if i could ever find him again made it the most special night probably ever in entertaining in Vegas for me. That's awesome. And I just love that the fact that you connected with him right away might have played a huge, a huge. factor. I think it so, did. So, I mean, on your end, I think that establishing that relationship immediately and treating him really well and and um, being so flexible when that happened probably made more of a, a probably. You know, it was an awesome. impact. It was awesome. Oh, that's cool. And there's a nice little parallel here between the story. I mean, if you put the you know if you kind of change the the small yay to be a supplier or distributor you know just kind of like the metaphor of it you know sometimes mistakes happen and being able to communicate it and roll with it and and move move it on and sometimes you know you end up saving the night you know in, in a lot of ways and this this circumstance specifically he ended up making you guys look amazing you know <laughs> yeah so, yeah because uh, you know in this yeah. situation the the Inter- people being entertained was the end user. Yeah, I was yeah. the distributor, mm-hmm. and the wine guy was the supplier. Yeah, or actually, he was. Yeah, I mean, actually, the restaurant's the supplier, and the wine guy's the was supplier the- rep. Yeah. You know, if you want to draw all the parallels, <laughs> yeah. right? And and having that communication and building that rapport, um, and doing all the things that you would the one hundred and one that you would be taught, um, not only in business but hopefully by your parents in life about right. just respecting yeah. people mm-hmm. of different um, of different professions. You yeah. know, I never treated that young man like I was any better him, with it, than him because mm-hmm. I was having an expensive dinner. I was joking with them. I was, you know, just talking in, con- yeah. you know, like normal people talk. Sure. Um, and I never got mad um, at, at the situation. Mm-hmm. I just would just gave him the reality of the consequences if this didn't go well for me and then which was kind of cool he reciprocated with the reality of what might happen to him right. which really made it affect me and we were like wow like, we're in this together yeah, which is where the, the distributor and supplier should be yeah, they sure. should be like you know when problems happen they're in it together they, mm-hmm. they should you know communication's the key um 
not getting all freaking out is not the solution. You know, joking, and if you can joke in a situation like that and take that edge off, that there's a perfect parallel there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dana, that. before we let you go here, I do we do always wrap up all these podcasts with a Halloween-inspired question. So right. I wanted to ask you, what's your opinion of pumpkin spiced everything? <laughs> Somewhere Bill Petrie oh, is Bill having Petrie. a treat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'll tell you my honest. I got I got to. Uh, I got to side with Bill. Um, I absolutely despise the taste of pumpkin spice. Huh. It's not a flavor that appeals to me. Um, now I'm a big pumpkin pie fan. But pumpkin spice and pumpkin pie are not the same. So when it comes to ask, answering this question, I do not like pumpkin spice. I absolutely think it is hilarious and comical that society pumpkin spices, like, I mean, is there pumpkin spice toilet paper now? There has to be. There has to be. Um, there's but there's pumpkin spiced and... everything. It is kind of, <laughs> um, it is kind of funny, but uh, not a f- fan of the flavor personally. <laughs> great, well, I know great someone question. out there named Mr. Petrie is is nodding his head in agreement right now. So, uh, but real quick before we let you go, I want to say a special shout out again to Hip Promotional Products. If if you have any of those last minute orders for the month of October that you need to get in, and it, whether it's for Halloween breast cancer awareness they've got you covered they've also got a couple catalogs that they've made for you to help that buying process so if you go on their website you can look under their marketing tools and they have some flyers already with a bunch of items on there for you to check out to make that buying easier for your customers taylor dana it was awesome thank you so much for an awesome story thank you for having me appreciate it This has been another episode of Promo Horrors. Tune in tomorrow as we hear another nightmare tale from the promotional products industry.